Hey, what's up, Neil? What's going on? Every time. I'm doing good, Cal. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I am looking forward to the new year. So here we are. One erasure bringing us in. Yep. Um, through the new year here. Um, Black and new. What so hot? Oh. I tell you, it's not a genre that was like huge for me, but you know who it was? Was Paul. Paul yep. loved erasure. Yep. And I remember that song and. You and I said, hey, what do you want to come play? And he was like, Erasure. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. It was going to be Mola Ma, but <laughs> I like I like. Yeah, we need, you know what, a little respect. We need a little respect Just a little here respect. on two dudes. Um, but no, so we've been hyping up season two, dropping on June June, January 2nd. Janskis. January 2nd. I'm all effed up, dude. Between Christmas and coming off the flu. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking about January 3rd, Tuesday, midnight. Oh, my God. Marketing, you know, killing it on social media. Mm-hmm. Just loving it. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't until my wife, Emily, opened up her brand new calendar which is my responsibility every year is to get the calendars so that we can write everything on it. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, huh, Tuesday is January 2nd, <laughs> not the 3rd. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I, like, I had to wait for like all my stories to like expire, you know, yeah. on the socials. So like, all right, January 2nd, you know, like, I feel like no one saw it. But anyway, whatever. But, but you know yeah, what? The funny thing confused. is. It ain't January fucking second. Yeah, this is New Year's Eve, bitch. Yeah, right? This is that episode that no one knew about. We've been keeping on the down low for our number one supporters out there. So, yep, the ten of you that are actually checking this out on New Year's Day, yep, absolutely. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Um, Good to have you here. Full disclosure: It's actually December 29th, so yeah. we're not doing an episode on New Year's. Oh, we're not those type of guys. I even had the freaking confetti, but boom! Oh man, you wish. But I will say my buzz today is going to be sponsored by Bells and Wolverine State Brewing Company, and it looks like some Seagram oh, 7. Seagram 7. So before we even get started, the Seagram 7 from? is from one of our earliest supporters, Mr. John Palmer, mm-hmm. and we just spent Christmas Day with him, and yep. we said that we would toast a shot to him. Because he was able to score one of our new T-shirts, some of the new merch out there. Yep. So, John Palmer, here you go. Merch is out there. Mm. Smooth? It actually is. It actually is. And you know, I'm not going to lie, it brings back a memory of back when me and mm, not Paul were young. Might have to chase that. Yeah. And and we used to sneak behind the parents' bar sometimes, just take like little sips, and you know what? That's what brings me back. Seagram seven. <laughs> that was, it was the old Seagrams. Thank you, old, you, John. You know. And then now I'm going to get hop slammed. Yeah, why wouldn't the you? The old uh, double IPA. It is ten percent Bell's seasonal. It usually comes out usually every December January, and. One of the best. I think they yeah. might even come out 
year round now? I, I was going to say no. Let us know if we're wrong. Was, but. Sir, was recently bought by, I think, the New Holland Beer Company. Okay. Um, with like Fat Tire and yeah. some of those other brands. Um, so it could be. It could be. I'm not sure. But obviously goes back decades now into the Kalamazoo, Michigan area. Uh, one of the better uh, craft brews out there. Absolutely. Bells. Out Oberon and uh, obviously Two Hearted, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the better IPAs out there. And they actually have a new Oberon. Have you seen it? It's called Oberon Eclipse. No. It's almost like the, I believe, the fall, winter Oberon versus the summer version. No kidding. I'll have to try that out. Yeah, I actually had it's one. Probably, it was, it was really good. Right now. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so, um, one, like I said, this is kind of a, we'll call it episode 1A, whatever. It's going to drop. It's really not the first episode of season two. It's just our coming back together yeah, for kind of the New Year's. You and I. Getting to the audience and saying, hey, "Yeah, we're back. We we're back, like bitches. To have you listen?" And hey, bitches, we're back, motherfuckers. We're yeah, back, motherfucker. <laughs> um, um, and to be honest, it's been like three months since we've even not even recorded, almost talked. We just yeah. saw each other for the first time. So the 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 um, last time we recorded was like. Late September, early October. Right. Because they hadn't even gone to Ben Harper yet. That was October 10th. Mm-hmm. And we literally, like, besides some text messages, haven't talked, haven't seen each other until no. December, I think, 16th, when we did Christmas at uh, my mom's place. And that's not, like, that rare between no, you and no. I either. No, what's know? rare is the amount that we do talk during right. these recordings and everything else. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, we, but no, it was, it was a good break. I mean, we did a couple of special episodes. Sure. Um, you know, the, the ones I mentioned were my my brother-in-law, Eric, um, who is was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in May of this, this year, and... Um, he was in town for the Metallica shows, him and his uh, stepson and their buddy and a couple other people. Um, so they were in town, so we did a couple special episodes with Eric. Um, and it was cool because they were here on Saturday, which is right between the Friday show, and then they were going in yeah. on Sunday. Um, and then we did a, another episode with uh, the Two Hunters, which is his uh, stepson and, and his stepson's buddy. And Kennedy filled in as the guest host, which yeah. was fun. Um, I always said, if I kill over tomorrow, I hope someone carries on the torch. So um, this is me giving my blessing that Kennedy can be the host with Neil. The host. Forward. I'll still be the co-host. Yeah, you'll still be the co-host. <laughs> but uh, it'll, it's, uh, I'm not sure who's going to work that fucking social media shit because yeah. that is like a whole other job. Yep, it ain't going to be. that was cool. And then uh, we had the other special episode with uh, my dad, Dave, the old man, yeah. right? And uh, we'll definitely have him back on when we can have you with him. But yeah. that was kind of a spur of the moment. I wanted to see him, mm-hmm. have him see kind of how the magic happened behind it. And uh, me and him were heading downtown the other day and were able to hear the episode, which that was, was a, cool for him. And that was a really good episode. Yeah, it was cool. It was Dude, cool. I, I mean, don't think there is no, anybody it, listening to this that said, oh, that one sucked. No, and it was it was good, and you know, all these were about thirty minutes, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever they they end up being, what they end up being, um, but it was good because 
you know, obviously Dave's the Vietnam veteran, and it wasn't Veterans Day, but it was two weeks later, the 25th, and we ended up watching We Were Soldiers and Platoon, me, him, Kennedy, and Avery. And But we were sitting around waiting for them to get home, and I'm like, hey, you want to just do a quick one? He's like, yeah, sure, you know. And it was funny because, this, you know, after that, I'm like, what do yeah. you think? He was like, you know, that was a lot of fun, you know. I thought I'd have a hard time talking, but you just, you know, made it so easy. And, you know, and I mentioned, you know, well, maybe we can get you back when Neil's on because I feel bad. Neil was, he was like, I'm there. You know, <laughs> you let me know. I'll be there. So, you know, that was cool. It's good to have them see because, you know, my mom watches the episodes yeah. and stuff. But I'll probably have her on because... The one thing with Pam, she actually saw Destiny's Child. Okay. You know, which they had Beyonce, you know, with the group. And, I mean, they kind of had a little shorter shelf life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she saw them like Backstreet Boys or something. But it would be funny catching up with her. But, so now here we are. So I wanted to, of course, we're just doing a little intro and a little... Season 1A, however you want to say it. <clears throat> but I would like to introduce a new topic. That's what for, I was just going to bring up, the drive-in. Yeah, yeah the drive-in is, so, is a I bit mean, of a bit. Yeah, so, I mean, we film in Howell, Michigan. Neil lives in Westland. I mean, it's a hike. It's about an hour. I mean, with construction, I mean, it could be an hour, hour and a half, depending. So it is a hike, and... That's why I love when Neil comes out and, and does this with us. Um, and I think an angel just got their wings. Mm-hmm. I think an angel just yep. great. Mm-hmm. So, Go but angel, how do you drive in today? You, you said you had something mm-hmm. pop in your mind. That you wanted yeah, to I thought, out. wow, I'm driving out here and I'm like, man, I listen to music. Of course, everybody does. And I don't listen to, my phone can hit up with the internet and everything and whatever but i like to listen to just the radio stations right and i'm thinking well i should record or just say what as my drive here is what songs i listen to so so what stations all right here we go 98.7 was the radio station station that i started on and then they came with Jimmy Eat World in the middle. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I can dig to that, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was P.O.D. Youth of a Nation. Youth of a Nation. So that's what I that These are the songs. So 987 is like, do, do they still go by wheels? Because it used to be the old wheels was 98.7. Yeah. And then yeah, now, but the great thing about 98.7 right now is they're doing like an... Uh, it's almost like an alternative it's 90s alternative, yeah. type. And they're doing like songs from like back in the day and they'll pick a song from 2002 or 2004. And then I listened to uh, Offspring, Gone Away. We've talked about We've Offspring talked about before. Which, Verb Pipe, so, <laughs> Freshman. Well, back to like Offspring, so... Um, Something relatively new since we've been from season one uh-huh. is Facebook. Like, we're starting to blow up on Facebook. I mean, I yeah. hate to say it. We are... We're there. I mean, whatever. If you're not we there, We have like not. 1,800 followers, mm-hmm. you know, about almost 500 specific two dudes page followers. But 
I'm now part of like these other groups, so like '90s alternative and grunge yeah. and all these For different sure. ones on there. And it's like I'll see stuff about Offspring and people are like, "Oh my God, they're awesome!" And a lot of people are like, "Well, yeah, if you forget about that one song, that stupid Keep 'Em Separated' song." Oh my gosh, that was the first song that you made know, me like Offspring. To be honest, I, I, we talked about it. I know, and it's crazy, but it's like, and this is where I start like looking, reflecting upon myself. Whereas, like, these bands suck. Come with it, Cal. I always would say, Offspring sucks. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Now I'll hear an Offspring song, and I sit and, like, and they'll sit and fucking sing along to it. Yep. Or Gin Blossoms, they suck. Yep. Or this band, they suck. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was so, like, narrow in my mm-hmm. like and stuff. Like, I just wouldn't even give them the time of day. Spin Doctors suck. He's got, you know. Spend doctors still suck, but. Uh, Counting Crows. I would, I would, uh, Ooh, but they do have, they all have good songs. And it's like, now I look back, I'm like, and then I, I'm in these groups, and like people bring them up, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I remember that song, or that's cool. And then it's like, I kind of reform my opinion. But there's some that I still have a hard time with, like Faith No More. They have that one good song. And then it's like, but I never heard like a hundred other songs about right. it. You know, it's like I'm basing my sole opinion on that song that I couldn't stand. But Not I also but I also know like bands that I love that people are like, How do you like that band? Because they play this song. Isn't that and I'm like, weird? but you don't know like these other hundred uh-huh. songs. And it's now I'm like opening up now that I'm like in these groups and I'm like because I watch people and they're so pissed off at each other mm-hmm. and like that band sucks. It's all about Alice and Chains or this sucks and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And it's like, well, you like what you you, you you know dig what you dig, right? You like what you like. It's super subjective, but it's also very but also like oh, you should be objective too. You know, no, like, and, oh my but, gosh, you know what so... it comes down and it's what I've based this down to is it, it is so personal to you yes like music like some of the bands that you like you love for whatever reason like you will die on that hill <laughs> and then there's like for whatever reason some of those other bands that have offended you like you would be like how do you like them they suck and you just like unload on this person like Actually, they're pretty good. They're kind of good, and like they hate this band that you love that much. You know, it's so weird. Like, and it, the part that kind of gets me about it all, right? And I understand, and in, in the back and forth, that's great. And the discussion, and why I think this band's great, and yeah, and you know, like one of them, like people were talking about Deftones, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I don't. I couldn't even tell you a Deftones song if it came on the radio, and I'm like. I'm trying to think, like, when they were popular, it was, like, early 2000s. And this is where I talk about that split in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. It was new metal and all this stuff. and then But I went this way. Yeah, right. You know, with, like, you know, the jam bands, the hippie bands, and stuff like that. And, or the folk alternative. And, yeah. You know, country alternative and all that shit, right? And, you know, I was never into any of that new metal mm-hmm. stuff. And... I don't know. It's it, it just, uh, it's so weird the way that people just are so personal about yeah. it. But then it's like, like a, so awesome. I was mentioning the Deftones. So it was like this one person was like, I actually said, I said, I know nothing about the Deftones. I'm like, I'm 
you know, damn near 50. The mighty, mighty Deftones? Was, or no, just Deftones. Deftones. And then, like, it was right through, like, where I love... Mighty, mighty Boston. Mighty, mighty Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, oh, you should listen to this, this, and this. So I checked it out. I'm like, oh, you know what? It's actually pretty good. It's not necessarily my super thing. Right. But, you know, it's cool. And, but I appreciated those people because they loved it. Like, they were gung-ho, and they're like, oh, check this song out. Listen right to this on. album. And do this. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do that. Yep. And you know what? I did that. And I'm like... It's good. I understand why you guys love it. Yeah. It's not necessarily my thing, but that's cool. And like, to me, that's what music is. It brings you all together. I, and you know, through all this shit, and that's why two dudes will never be a political thing. Or we'll never yep. do anything because it's about music. We're just all about music, and, bro. And you know what? When you go, to, I was said this earlier today. I said you go to a concert at Pine Knob. There's fifteen thousand people. There's going to be a good portion of them that. Outside of the normal world, you'd go toe-to-toe with that person because for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But there then, right now, you are connecting through that music with those people. And it's that's an why thing. it is such an important thing. I hate, I mean, I don't want to sound like a dark, but it's so important what we're doing here. You're going to sound like a hippie. Because, no, because we talk about, <laughs> like, you going, to, going to these live shows and having yeah. that experience, and it brings you together, and, I mean, so, which brings me to, what else did you hear on your Oh, buddy? and then gone away, you know, obviously, some people hate him, whatever. Verve Pipe the Freshman, I mean, hell, well, Quinter loves that song. Not only that, but Verve Pipe was also, the, what, a local, um, I think, Kalamazoo area band. There you go. So Didn't people know in that. Michigan love them. Eminem. Especially Eminem. Lose what? Yourself. Nice. So I'm here. I heard those four songs right in a row. I'm like, oh, my oh, God, on great. On 98.7? On 98.7. You even changed it. Went to a commercial. And then what do I hear? Fleetwood fucking Mac. Oh, shit. I forgot the song. I didn't write it down. But it was one of... Well, if you're listening to Fleetwood Mac, it's one of the best fucking bands ever. And then it goes to the... Other second best man, The Who, You Better, You Better, You, you bet. bet. Bob Seeger. Seeger. Then Phil the Collins in the air tonight. I'm like, so what the hell? Am I, I, I must be on a that freaking, is, I'm on a freaking Phil, strick and here. And then what, a strick. A streak here. So Phil Collins in the air tonight. One that of the is best where songs ever. It's got, and it's I got mean, that huge drum solo at a certain point. And I actually saw on Facebook, it tells you if you start that song at a certain point mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, okay, when that drum solo hits, yep. it'll be at midnight. So check it out. <laughs> and I've heard there's a couple more, but I mean, I had a good you listen what? to. Michigan and even Windsor have always been strong in the radio stations. 987 Suite, uh, 1071 out of Ann Arbor. Um, oh, 107.1, that's great. Oh, it's so great. So, <clears throat> Anil, god damn, it seems like we've been, it's been a long time since we talked. Yeah, it's been some time, yeah. So, it was early October, so October 10th, I went to Ben Harper with Maxie, obviously, good buddy of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing show. Um, you've seen Ben Harper well, with me, at least, probably three, four say, times. You've, you've probably seen well, a we, I know for a fact we at least saw them at Pine Knob 
we saw him at Pine Knob probably twice between Hard Fest and probably Dave Matthews where he opened up. And then I know for a fact we saw him at Meadowbrook. Yeah. Because a bunch of us went to that one. There was We were all deep, yes. probably like eight, almost ten people in that one. I know Sarah Mudger was there. Yep. Yeah, Sarah Mudger, huge, huge supporter from day one. What up, Mud? <laughs> and then uh, we obviously caught him in San Diego yeah. with Jack Johnson, which was cool. What a great trip that was. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was when the whole power outage of what, yeah. 2003, summer 2003, in Michigan and yeah, Ohio, we-, we had the power outage. We were in San Diego, literally on Mission Beach in an apartment. The very first day we were there, we caught Ben Harper. I mean, and Jack I mean, Johnson. I, what, a, what a cool start to a What a better awesome place vacation. to be. I don't think, but I Michigan. don't believe that I saw past eight o'clock any night that we were there. And it wasn't even that we were out just partying, it was just that. You woke up at like six in the morning because you were on the water and just you're on the balcony hanging yeah, out. Yeah, time to get up and go. I just I even remember I, I was completely passed out the whole time Spence came. Oh yeah, your Spence. buddy Spence. Oh my God, remember uh, <laughs> when we were in college? We went to well your your new hometown, uh, Scottsdale, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And we went there for spring break while we were at UAD. Yep. And oh my God, that was one of the funnest, like, vacations, whatever you want to call it, ever. We went and stayed with your your mom. Yep. And then your brother Tommy and sister Lindsay were there, yep. and we hooked up with uh, your buddy Spence. We checked out a coyote game. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we saw your brother's buddy tom yeah uh, for yeah. an evening so my brother's name is tommy and then we and then his hung out with his, tom. his buddy tom and that was quite an evening from what i yeah. remember uh, <laughs> one of the uh best trips i've been on yeah yeah it was fun it was, it was fun. and it was it was i mean it was so it was, that was probably my senior year you would have been probably a sophomore yeah yeah and you weren't even 21, but we were just going to bars, hanging out with Tommy, drinking beers. That's where yep. we saw Sugar Ray. Yep. Not in concert. God damn, don't worry. We did not see Sugar Ray. We, we still have eyeballs. It didn't Sugar burn Ray. out. No. But that's not. People love Sugar Ray. Whatever. You love Sugar you Ray. You can. Tommy did not. <laughs> but that was funny. That was such a cool trip, man. Um, Unreal. I know. I love I, and I just think some of the other trips we've been on, uh, unreal. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we did. I love it. I love you know, that up. I know. So that we remember, there was didn't we also there was some sort of controversy about a subway sub or something. I don't even truly remember what happened when um, we were on that trip, but there, it was something about a tuna sub. Yeah, was I don't even the know. tuna sub at. <laughs> I vaguely remember an oil change and a tuna sub. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. (laughs) It was a... Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, so... The one thing, shortly after we stopped recording, you know, before the hiatus, Mm -hmm. was the Mud Honey show. Yeah. And that was me, you and Kennedy went uh, Mud Honey, 
it was at the Magic Bag in Ferndale, which is like 500 people. And I mean, obviously, I know Mud Honey. I had some CDs by them. You know, they're on the single soundtrack. And I'll say, you know, the grandfathers of grunge at this point, right? One of the very early ones. In fact, uh, they were in Green River before Mud Honey, blah, 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 right? Awesome show. And I if mean, you've and if you've been and to they, you know what the magic bag you've been oh I mean what a what a like I said five hundred people pretty much I mean it's just a nice little theater you got the bar there, um, and the one thing that I kind of for, I will say I forgot about Mud Honey is they're a lot heavier yeah than a lot of the other grunge bands I was talking to your brother about that I'm like. Have you seen Mud Honey? He was like, yeah. He goes, I remember them kind of being a little bit more hardcore. A little hardcore then. and heavy. Um, okay, all right, cool. All then right. even like, the, you know, the Soundgardens and Alice in Chains right. and that. And, but I remember talking to, uh, you know, one of our supporters, Mike Hannigan. Mm-hmm. He saw the same show in Chicago two days before. Hannigan, really? And uh, he cool. was like, one completely amazing show mud honey was awesome he goes but make sure you get there early enough and check out the opener hoover three hannigan said that hannigan said that he's like in fact thank you hannigan he's like their drummer is like front front and center and just yeah is awesome well the other thing he mentioned and as we start to age a little bit. Um, he said that Mudhoney was selling readers, reading glasses, as part of their merch. Um, and they actually say Mudhoney on the side, and they're kind of signed by one, you know, Mark Arm or, or yeah. Steve or whatever. And uh, <laughs> Steve. Steve Harmon. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, well, my eyes are starting to go. I've never had readers. And, you know, that'd be cool. So I'm like, I want to get there early. We'll wait in line yeah. so I can get to the merch. Get some readers. Right. So we were actually in line. We got our pictures, you know, in yeah. front of the marquee, which is super cool. I love that. Magic Bag, such a cool place in Ferndale, Michigan. Um, Unreal. I would say if you like a band that's playing there, it's worth a road trip, let yeah. alone just local. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we get in there earlier, like one of the first maybe 100 people in. And I'd be lying to the merch. You'd be lying to the bar. And Kenny just goes, goes checks out, lay, you know, lay in the land. Where are we right? going to sit? Or we, yeah, we're going to stick, check out the stage, whatever. And I'm sitting there, and, you know, of course, there's, I mean, some cool-ass posters and shit. And so people are checking out. I'm just kind of sitting there, and I look over. And I remember, you know, Leading up, I'm like, oh, they're, the opener is Hoover III. I have no idea how to say it, no idea what the name actually is, but I put it on the story. And it said, hey, you know, go on the mud hunting night and checking out Hoover III. Well, before we even went there, they shared my story. So their story now says two dudes and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, holy uh-huh. shit, you know, awesome, you know. Even if and it's Hoover, the opener. Hoover, Hoover 3 is Hoover what it is. Hoover 3 is actually the people But who... at that point, I had no idea. So we walk in, I'm in line. And it's taking a while. I look over, and here's this guy. And he's got this sweatshirt that says Hoover. And he's in front of all the Hoover 3 merch. And I just look at him, you know, of course. 
but my dad in me hey so are you are you like the merch guy and travels around with the band and he goes i'm actually in the band like oh no shit really i'm like i go i'm two dudes (laughs) he's like wait you're the podcast guy i'm like yeah you gotta go you shared my story he's like oh yeah you know so we're talking i'm like Man, sorry about that. I'm like, so what do you do in the band? He's like, I'm lead singer, guitarist. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, awful. You know, I feel like this big, right? Yep. So now I'm talking to him and I'm like, well, I want to, you know, what about this t-shirt? And the one I'm wearing right now, you know, it's for their new album, whatever point. And he's like, well, it's 25 bucks. And I never have cash on me, but I stopped on the way there and picked up, you know, 40 bucks on the UTM, I got two twice. And I'm trying to talk to him about, you know, two dudes and shit. And I'm like, all right, here you go and give him 220. He's like, oh, I don't know if I got changed. He's like muffling through all this shit down here. And I'm like, holy crap, you. (laughs) He's like, I I don't have any change. So he now gives me the 40 bucks back plus the t shirt. I'm like, well, here, at least take 20. I'll take the shirt and I'll get some change. So then I go. You know, I literally moved like five feet from him, and I'm going to buy my readers. Well, guess what? Those bitches are 20 bucks. So it was like, I give the money, and I still don't have the change. And I had the, however it worked out, whatever the money was, I finally, then I met, buying the readers, I'm like, hey, can you break this change for me so I can give him change? And yeah. now people are loading up behind yeah. me. Now I'm the asshole. You fucking dick. But, you know, by the end, I'm like, I get my five bucks. I go over, he's talking to other people. I give it to him. He's like, all right, sweet, dude. And uh, But no, he was super awesome. Um, Hoover 3 was <clears throat> such a cool band. They were amazing and are amazing. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I always say... Listen to Hoover 3 is Hoover what I Hoover 3 say. out of L.A. One of the best. But, you know, I, you know, growing up, going to concerts and stuff, I remember it was always, you know, I'd be partying, and then you get in right before that headliner starts. Mm-hmm. You know, and we did that so many times. But now as I'm, I'm kind great. of aged and I'm, you know, my pregame's a little different. Sometimes it includes a large coffee on the way. But... Going and catching those opening bands. And, like, without Hannigan saying you should check these guys out yeah. and everything else, you probably wouldn't have. But those guys killed it. Yeah. I mean, Mud Honey was great. But, I mean, Hoover 3, it was, I mean, they had, obviously, Hoover the, the is drummer better. is like front and center, <laughs> just playing his ass off. You know, guitar, bass, keyboard, and saxophone. Yeah. I mean, we said it before. They're they're young, and their too. music was all over the place. It mm-hmm. wasn't like you couldn't say, "Oh, they sound like this," because they sounded like this, but then they sounded like that. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely check them out. Right on, bros. One hundred percent. But then Mud Honey. Yeah, Mud Honey. Man, those right. guys. And I said, you know, when you're at a good concert, me, you, and Kennedy went. And between Hoover Three and Mud Honey, I don't think we said more than five words to each other. Like, we just sat there and we were just so engrossed in that entire show. It would be either like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, and just to make sure, you know, the, yeah. the check in, you know. And, but it was never. And then in between bands, we talked or whatever, but yeah. then it started back up. And I mean, that's when you know you're at, like, yeah. to me, a killer show. God damn it. And then I didn't think 
I've been to a couple since and then a couple before and we're Well so yeah, like, after that you went to what, Heartless Bastards it. again at the Magic Bag. Yeah. With yeah. uh John Shack, who we're gonna have on uh I believe right. episode two um of yeah. season two here, but um what was that show like? Heartless Bastards were one of a kind, you know. I mean they've been around for shit, twenty years. That's what I didn't realize. Yeah. Didn't realize and that either, but I'm like, so, holy hell. And that kind of popped up because Shaq was going, but all of us were going to go to Porno for Pyros in October, and then they yeah. canceled that. So yeah. then it was like, hey, do yeah. I just kind of roll it over into Heartless Bastards, which was December yeah. 7th. And then Shaq called or texted me. He's like, hey, do you want to go to that? And so I'm like, so you yeah, guys went. I'm like, hey, when is that? I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. Then I realized it was. You couldn't go. Why couldn't you go? My second grandchild was born on December 7th. Way to go, second. <laughs> but no, so that's why I couldn't go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I did see some of the videos you yeah, guys saw. One, it just, one, it's a great venue. A real I mean, imagine. Treasure. <laughs> a real treasure. The one, a real you know, one, of, one of the feedbacks I've gotten, because um, obviously we're not just a local Michigan sure. um, show or whatever. So like. When we talk about some of the venues, they're like, I don't really understand. You know what I mean? So just imagine, like, a small theater that is built for music, but only for 500 people. And that right. is what the magic bag is for, in Fernell, yeah. Michigan. All right. I, and that's where we saw Mud Honey. That's where you just yeah. saw Heartless Bastards First a few off, weeks ago. If you don't really understand, I think you could and like, see and a and band that's what, anywhere, you know. We'd see a band no, right here and, and be like, like yeah. If you're in Cleveland, you probably have that little theater that right. seats 2,000 right. or maybe 1,000 or whatever it is. So yeah. that's where you can kind of visualize what we're talking about with some yeah. of these shows. And this magic bag is about as big as this. I mean, there's uh, no... The main floor is, you know, maybe a 20 by 20 area. Maybe. 400 square feet, maybe, if you're lucky. And then the actual... You got a couple other levels and they Stain, got, stage. Know, not stage. It's really, it's stand, really a cool I mean, place. I like, had never been there until I think it was 2018, maybe, and I saw old 97s there. Yeah, the, that was oh, a cool show. Freaking man. the Magic Bag is freaking the place to go see a show. So go. The, the one thing, the support one support your local bands at the Magic Bag. I will say Bag. my one killer tune by Mud Honey. Um, besides, like. Suck you dry and whatever uh, the sickness, everything is little dogs. And the second they started playing that, I couldn't help but think of Phoebe. Yeah, that's what I, I actually had a post early, you know, yeah, months ago about that. And Phoebe's is little dog. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and that that's when I decided I love little dogs. Um, <laughs> but you know that it was funny because that was one of the times I spoke during that concert. Because the second they started playing Little Dogs, and they talk about taking their going on a walk and who came along with a little dog, mm -hmm. I said to Kennedy, I'm like, I'm totally going to play this song with this video and then having Phoebe in it, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay. And like, but didn't really seem. And it wasn't until like weeks later. We were talking about that and that song. And she goes, 
I thought that song was little doll, little dolls, like you know, little dolls. I'm like, no, it's little dogs. And I'm like the worst with lyrics. Yeah. And then I started second guessing myself. I'm like, holy shit, isn't it actually little dogs? So I put it. You in are the, not the worst. No, I, I put it in the Googler. <laughs> and the Googler, I, you know, I, was, I was good with little dogs. Yeah, the but then I'm like, then I thought back and I said, well, do you remember me saying that to her? She's like, yeah. And that's why I wasn't real sure. It was kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so, um, our bastards, another one, Magic Bag, you and Shaq went. Hmm? We got a lot of shit coming up with Shaq. Yeah, what it yeah. seems like. Um, but the next thing we do have coming up is Big Head Todd and the Monsters in Detroit at St. Andrew's Hall. January, January 21? January 21st. Another Sunday show. It's a sun, yeah. It's a Sunday night show, guys. January twenty first. Big Ed, Todd and the Monsters. I mean, I, God damn! If you've I mean, not ever seen them, or if you don't even know them, hell, I, I, pro- it's probably sold out, isn't it? Um, there's probably you can always get tickets. There's always aftermarket. But, People can't go. If whenever. you guys aren't there, but no, Big Ed Todd. I mean, they're out of Colorado. They've been around for three decades. Um, in fact, yeah. I always do a show once a year, every time in Red Rocks in Colorado, Which at Morrison, Colorado. You told me that. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I know this year Unreal. it is June 8th. I think a Saturday. Avery's birthday is the next day, so it's just not going to happen this year. But the one good thing knowing is every year they play Red Rocks. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's one place I've never been to. I've always wanted to go to. Yeah, but I if I go to, to it, I mean, I don't know if it could be better than seeing. The only thing better than seeing Big Head Todd and the Monsters at Red Rocks would be seeing the Lumineers at Red Rocks. Yeah. Another Colorado band. You know, like, that would be amazing. Either one of those, but you know what I know for a fact? Big Head Todd plays every year, so it don't work out this year. We'll do it next year. If nothing else, we're seeing them in Detroit on a Sunday night. Mm -hmm. In... I mean, again, when we talk about these venues, St. Andrew's Hall is, what, maybe 1,000, 1,200, yeah, 1,500 people? Wouldn't, yeah. I mean, I would call it a glorified thousand. bar. You know, like yeah. a, a bar on steroids. They have a couple, you know. Yeah, you have some of the upstairs <laughs> stuff. Where, could you, you know, fit but maybe it's not a much. couple hundred up there, and then yeah. down here, 500, 700, 800, yeah, 1,000. In fact, I mean... It's been a long time since I've been there, but one of the, the obviously the most memorable shows <laughs> at St. Andrews would have been Lou Reed. Yeah. That was, I looked that set list up the other day, and he, I want to say it was two, somewhere between 2000 and 2003, I don't remember the exact year, but he ended that show with Perfect Day from, you know, uh, Train Spotting, of course. Such a perfect day. Glad I spent it with you. Yeah, no, that was, I mean, St. Andrews, it is probably one of the most iconic venues in Detroit, 100%. I mean, there's so many of them, and they all are, I mean, you do this with them, but I mean, St. Andrews Hall is, I mean, that that place was hosted like Nirvana and Pearl Jam, and I mean, people back when they were just launching. And um, there's so many huge bands that... 
play there that we're not that I don't. They even would know play of. there, They're and then they would there. play like the Blind Pig yeah. in Ann Arbor, right? The next night or whatever, you know. Just such history, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm super excited. It's been a long was time. Was it the shelter below? The shelters below. The shelter. And in fact, I mean, it's one of those such an old place. The um, St. Andrews above almost collapsed on the shelter yeah. below. Like they actually had mm-hmm. to shut it down and reinforce mm-hmm. it and do all that shit to it. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. It's only about actually that's two days from now. It'll be three weeks. We're hitting yeah. that show. I can't fucking wait, dude. I can't Man. wait for that. Um, and then. A little bit of a break. We'll hit February. We're going to hit Portugal the Man. Yeah. Um, at Royal Oak Music Theater. So what do you remember seeing at Royal Oak Music Theater? Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah? The National and... Oh. <clears throat> What's your sport in the shirt? Yeah. Um, that would have been a cool show at Royal Oak. Yeah. And I think we've touched on this maybe on our first... Oh, and... Uh, you know, <laughs> was that the yeah. time that you got the backstage and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you guys all heard it, but but I you actually didn't get backstage. No, because you had to pee. Yeah, I had to pee. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a great that. show. But if you want to really hear, really hear about it, go to episode one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll tease you with that. But yeah, I'll tease you with that. But yeah, it was great. I Crazy love, stuff. I love rock music. Oh, no, it is. It is. And that's <coughs> where I, I saw Ben Harper yeah. in October. And the last time and I saw Ben Harper was probably, it was like five or six years, but me and Emily saw him at Royal Oak again. And it's just like, it is, it's amazing, especially when we're on main floor, which we will be for Portugal the Man. Oh, I can't wait to see Portugal the Man. I know. And you know what? I'm not even honest. like... Of course, I know their famous songs. I would say I probably know two or three others. So I probably need to do a little more homework going in. But it's one of those ones I, I where don't I don't even do. think I care. I don't, think you do. I don't even think I care if I know a ton of shit. Nope. because I'm not going to listen to What I've heard, I like. Yep. And then I'm going to go there, and I'm just going to enjoy myself. It's going to be amazing. And, well, so me, you, and Shaq are going. But <clears> then Emily, Kennedy, and Avery are all going as well. That was my my birthday gift to myself for the whole family. <laughs> Me, Emily, Kenny, and Avery, and then you and Shaq are all going to all right. to the um, Portugal the Man show. But the one that I can't fucking wait for um, two weeks. Well, not even two weeks. It's eleven days after that. We'll be at the Fillmore Detroit Porno for Pyros. They canceled on us in October. They have the new new material out there. There's the band solidified. Mike Watt will be on bass. And they relaunched as a farewell tour. So this will be it for Porno for Pyros. Um, and we're going February 27th at the Fillmore Detroit main floor. And, I mean, I couldn't be more fucking excited, dude. This is probably the most excited for a show I've been um, for a long time, to be honest. And with that, fuck it. I want to do another shot of Seagram's. Might as well. Thanks a lot, John Palmer. JP. JP. Thanks, bro. Sweet. Woo.
And you know what? I'm going to wash that shit down with the hop slam of all Pretty things. smooth. Well, that's not bad. Pretty smooth. I know. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, Corn for Fire is fucking A, man. It's like, going to be a blast. And the fact that it's Farewell, and you have three original members, and then kind of Mike Watt, who played with them for a while. He was kind of the second bassist, I believe, or whatever. But... Anytime you can see Perry Farrell. I don't care what anyone says. Perry Farrell, I mean, is an icon for our generation. Yeah. I mean, Jane's Addiction. I mean, when you really think about Jane's Addiction, and it's funny, because I think I mentioned this before with Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians, which me and Emily are going to see Bill Burr Uh in March. I can't fucking wait. Another Sunday show at LCA. I'm so excited. But anyway... Bill Burr has his podcast, and yeah, he'll talk about music and shit mm-hmm. or whatever. And I don't listen to it much, but I saw this clip on YouTube, and he was talking about like the grunge explosion or whatever. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Oh my God, Nirvana! Like it changed my life!" And blah blah blah. And he's like, "Has anyone ever listened to Jane's Addiction?" It's like. Nirvana's pretty fucking simple, but these guys are just fucking ripping it, you know? <laughs> but seriously, like in the late 80s, I mean, when you think about early Jane's Addiction and Stop and, you know, mm-hmm. Mountain Song and all that other shit, like they were doing stuff that was just way over the top. And so anytime, and then you think about, okay, Perry Furrow, what else did he do? Oh, he just started Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he has been, like, the forefront of that and driving it literally for the last 30-plus years. Yep. It's like when me and Kennedy went and saw him with the pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And it's like, was the guy perfect and was amazing? Absolutely not, but he was Perry. You know what I mean? Like, you know that you're not getting perfection because Jane's Addiction was never perfection. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, their recorded music almost had, like, that rougher edge to it. But and, they were but he's up perfect there f- to me. And, you know, no, they're perfect yeah. to you. And to me, it's like he sings it how he feels it at that point. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's not in the right tone. It's not in the right key or whatever, but it's the way he's feeling at that point in time. <clears throat> And, that's and what I, I think is going to see Porno for Pyros at the Fillmore on the main floor. I mean, you're talking about maybe I'm a not 2000... expecting much. I'm expecting all I'm expecting is to him be as as close yes. as possible and just yeah. loving it and just thinking, that's you know a, what, this is the last time good we're thing, ever Cal. going yeah. to see them together as Porno for yeah. Pyros. I may be lucky enough to see him as Jane's Addiction again, mm. but I'll never see him like this. Yeah, they're. <sighs> I don't say get what you get, but it's going to probably be good. Oh, no, it'll be good. And probably unique oh, and, and one of a kind. Because when you just think about you know? like, I, I even forgot about some of their songs, you know, like Tahitian Moon or whatever, yeah, Porno for Pyro's Pets, um, Black Girlfriend. Yeah, there's... All that, like, wow, a lot of those songs that you even forgot uh, about. I've... And then Agua, which they came out with... <clears throat> um, Pete's dad, which is for obviously the guitarist Pete's dad, mm-hmm. a song for him. Unreal. Um, it's gonna be amazing, yeah. you know. And it's it's gonna be one of those things. And that was things like I've always been a huge Jane's Addiction fan, but I was never the biggest Porno for Pyros fan, and I had never seen him before. 
I, and they were huge I mean, I in the, the late tape. 90s, early 2000s. I bought 2000s. the tapes. Yeah, absolutely. We had the CDs yeah. and, and whatever, but I'd never seen them. And I think it was actually uh, stepbrother Kevin. We were talking to the fantasy football draft. He's like, oh, I've seen Porno for Pirates like three or four times, you know, and talking to him about it. And, you know, but he also saw Jane's, and that's kind of yeah. where it all starts with the people. But, I mean, Perry Farrell, love the guy or hate him. I mean, the guy, like I said, he's an icon and probably one of the biggest figures in music in the last generation. Well. I mean, just between what he's done for music, between yeah. his own bands, and then the whole Lollapalooza thing. Yeah. I mean, and it's still going. It's still going. You know, and it's like the festival type in Chicago, which, mm -hmm. man, I don't know if I could do a Do you think you could do a festival? Like a like a three as a, day as a camping. fan, like Lollapalooza. I think I could do because no, I would, I would stay at I home, mean, I would stay in a hotel in Chicago. Right? Are we doing? Are we talking? Hey, let's go party and fucking hang out all day. no. But if we well, okay, maybe well, see the headliner incarceration two? in Ohio. Like, could you see yourself camping for three days? Yes, I can see myself camping, but okay. I can't see myself. You know. Going to the shows too, like all hanging it's out. It's like, yeah. can I do all of it all together? <laughs> no, I don't think any of us. I know, I know. But I mean, I feel like festivals are a young man's game. But then I think like uh, John Shack will be on later. Yeah, like he went to incarceration with like a blown out back, and he's like, oh my god, it's amazing. I want to go back, and it's like I don't know if I could do a that festival. Is the love like that. for music, though. Um, you know, like the love. Yeah, people, absolutely. Know? Maybe I could do it, but I, I don't... But like a lot of blues, I think, okay, I'm in Chicago. If I'm in more of a hotel or maybe even an Airbnb right in the area, yeah. you know, something that's comfortable and I'm not camping. Well, whatever. Somebody go home, yeah. Well, who knows? But you know what? There's, they also have like... Uh, another one's Riot Fest in Chicago. Isn't that in Chicago? Too? Yeah. Uh, Mike Kuhn. Yeah. He, he always goes every year, I think. Yeah. He's in Chicago. And like this year, one of the, actually, one of the biggest things was Corey Feldman. He was one of like the early day people, but like he had tons of people there. Um, Corey Feldman did? Yes. His band, who played the fucking token? Oh, he's Get going for the barista. The barista. The barista. I got to have a slip of that bitch, too. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Would it be Spanish? It's doing that because it's been out for like six hours. Mmm. It was a co little coffee drink, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, not bad. All right, so we got Big Hut Todd coming up. You know, I don't even remember the last time I might have seen Big Hut Todd was like my college years at. It was a state theater at the time, but the Fillmore Detroit now. And it was Big Head Todd the Monsters and Dave Matthews Band. And the very night that they came to Detroit, it flip-flopped. Big Head Todd ended up opening up, and then Dave Matthews was the headliner, so that's when they mm -hmm. started taking off. And the one, the one thing I'll never forget, that ticket that night cost me 20 bucks. And I'll also never forget, I was literally front row center stage i'm right there like right in the middle and i'm like holy crap this is a great show big ed Todd. year <laughs> had to have been probably late 90s 
I'd have to check it out. Okay. Maybe like 98 or so. Go ahead. Um, but it was like right as Dave Matthews was totally like taken off. Yeah. Before like say a Palace or Pine Knob tour. But it was also, they were still small enough when this one started where Big Head Todd was headlining until they hit Detroit and it just switched. Yeah, so. Yeah. But Big Head Todd, I mean, I can't wait to see those guys. So we talked about that. We talked about checking out Portugal the Man. Yeah. We talked about Porno for Pyros. So another one that we actually have on the docket, which will. I mean, it's got to be about the opener for Pod Knob this year. Which, for everyone out there, Pod Knob, just envision your outdoor theater, pavilion seats, lawn. Mm-hmm. You know, some of you might have a pit. We don't in Pod Knob. No. But it is Sasanta. Sasanta. Nice. Uh, Maynard James Keenan, 60th birthday for Perfect Circle. Pussifer, and then Primus are all doing a show together. So obviously, a perfect circle and Pussifer, Mayor James Keenan's bands, and then you know you have Primus. But I think I am super excited about that. Maybe from Tool. So yeah, yes. Yeah. So Maynard yeah. from Tool. Yeah. But so these knows, are his, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Thanks, Neil, for bringing that up. But yeah, Maynard James <clears throat> Keenan from Tool. The lead singer. These are his two side projects: Perfect Circle, yeah. Lucifer, and then also with Primus, but celebrating Maynard's 60th birthday. I mean, I don't know. I know Perfect Circle. I know nothing about Lucifer. I do love Primus, so I'm super excited. But we're gonna head there with Shaq. Yeah, and I think his son Nathan. Yep. And then my daughter Kennedy and Kate are both going as well with us. Oh, so sweet. It's going to be a cool show. And um, I haven't seen Primus in almost 20 years when I went with Shaq in Detroit. Like, <laughs> I mean, literally 20 some years ago. <laughs> Primus. And like I said, I think I remember Primus better as the headliner of uh-huh. Palooza 93, to be honest. <laughs> but that'll be a cool show. I'm, I'm really I think it'll be a to. very cool show. Um, it's going to be outdoors May 2nd uh-huh. at Pine Knob. It could be a fucking nightmare with weather, but we have pavilions. Yeah, suites, who knows? So but be it'll covered. be, it could be, you know, and it could be fucking actually amazing. brilliant. It will be amazing. I probably will be. It yeah. probably will be. We'll probably, you know what? I was thinking we should probably do a tailgate <laughs> episode that, that we could one. do like a 20 or half hour and just go uh, and then play cool. Yeah, we'll play two songs by them. We'll have like a two-hour episode. But no, that'd be a perfect one. You know, like we did uh, for the Pumpkins last year. Yeah, you know, especially you know, it's Kennedy and Shaq and. and Oh, I can't wait. Hey, let's. You want to open that bitch up over there behind you? Yeah. Where do we got this from? You got that right there. Oh, right here. Yeah, that guy. Oh, that there. It's not gonna open that up, is it? Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Let's see. The other way, other way, top down. No, no, no. There you go. No, there you go. Get it in there. Yep, right. It's there. almost like I don't drink. Yeah, right <laughs> He's never had a beer in his life. Ever in my life. There he goes. 
ever in my life I've ever had Fuck yeah. Well, 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 Go for it. it. I get it. Yeah, so. yeah, you need some after that. After that work. <laughs> they ain't not like oh, fucking too hard. Yeah. Too hard is the best. Fucking love it too hard. Who doesn't love a two-hitter? If you don't, then you're fucking weak as fuck. You're weak. You know, if you don't love a two-hitter, you couldn't make it in Michigan. I would Let's say that people way. that don't love them are because they don't like the taste, but then you're know, like, fuck actually, off. Actually, that's funny. The taste that, is that fine. That comes up because I would like to understand that because Bell's was purchased by New Holland Beer, yeah. which just means now Bell's is like 100% 50 states across the place. Right. And so I want to know... Who loves bells? Who doesn't? And yeah. if you don't, you're weak, and you can never yeah. make it in Michigan. If you don't fucking because you know it. what? Michigan kicks ass. At least you're gonna get a buzz. Hey, does anyone else have a song called Detroit Rock City? Not no. a lot. No. <laughs> Way to go! Does Way anyone else have a song about a fictitious South Detroit? No, yep, no nobody does. No. Journey, Journey sure as fuck does. Mm-hmm. Try it. And you know what? The people in Detroit love it because it just says Detroit. Yep. Try it. South Detroit. Okay. Oh, it's Ohio. Bone and raisin. South Detroit. Try it. <laughs> Try it. All right. So, the other one, which I don't think you're going to, Neil, is, or at least yet, is the Pumpkins and Green Day. What do you feel about that Ooh, one? Ooh. Dang. Comerica. So, I mean, I understand That's too Comerica. much. I'll, I'll, I'll do the... PJ one, but yeah, I can't do that. No, that's too much. It that's to I mean, me. I would love to. It's Green God Day, damn. and the one I'm talking about, obviously, it's Green Day. It's Smashing Pumpkins, um, that's Rancid, and the Linda Lindas at Comerica, which I'm not a huge fan of. Comerica. Um, I did actually spend quite a bit on my ticket, and I'm not gonna lie, I forced Kennedy and Avery to buy their own tickets because I'm like, that's a lot. But there's also other ones available. And this is one of those shows where no matter what, I wanted to go because, one, it's the Pumpkins. I'll go see them almost every time they're going to come. Yeah. I'm very interested to see their lineup because Jeff Schrader or Schroeder or whatever just left the band after 17 years. From who? The Pumpkins. Okay. So in 2007, he joined as guitarist. Why did he leave? Just to pursue other things. Okay, whatever. So now, my question is, is it going to just almost revert back to the original lineup where you have Corgan main guitar, Mm -hmm. other guitar, Chamberlain drums, Jack Bates bass? I mean, going into this show, I have no idea. That's what I'm wondering. All right, go ahead. Um, but if that's the case, that would mean Corgan even playing more of the kind of the lead solos and mm-hmm. whatever on the guitar, which is amazing. And I've never seen Green Day. Never seen them. And I'm like, so I hate Comerica, but I really want to see these two bands. So, But I know there's also horrible seats available. Is this one of those things where you just want to be in the place to experience it, you know? And the one that I I kind of regretted I missed, it was a couple years ago, I think. It was Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy at Comerica. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I've never seen Green Day. I really would love to see Green Day. You know what I mean? 
because they were kind of, as I was in college, going through that whole experience when they came out with Dookie. Um, but I didn't go to that show. So when this one, they were announced it, especially with the pumpkins, I'm like, fucking no-brainer. No-brainer for me. Dang. <laughs> I want to see that show, but I'm not going to. Well, Spend you know what? Especially at hey, Comerica you know Park. Especially at Comerica Park. But leave it open. It's n- I understand that. No, I'm not going to. I understand to your conviction, Park. but it is not until September. So yeah. just think about it. Not to Comerica. That Dave Matthews show at Comerica was terrible. <clears throat> Fuck. I've never seen a Dave Matthews show since then. I fucking hated Comerica. Yeah. Because of that show. And the only time I ever saw Dave Matthews since was maybe five, six years ago, where me and Paul went, but it was literally Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. There was no one else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that is... I remember, like... Do you remember those CDs when they would release them? It was like, yeah. Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I would always love to see those guys. Just those two. And then I won fucking tickets. I won tickets on 107.1 in Ann Arbor to see Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. And it ended up being like a week before Paul's birthday or some shit. So we called it his birthday show again, like we yeah. did for uh, Guns N' Roses. Do you remember that on. VHS tape? Paul's B Day? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That it was, was sweet. sweet. So sweet. It was so tender. It was such some tender moments in that scene on birthday. It was so great. Unreal. So, Neil. Yep. So, like I said, this is not even an official episode. We'll call it a one just because we have to. Mm-hmm. But it's our New Year's Eve special, we're calling it. Yeah, just so everyone knows, we're Year fucking Eve. back. There's no problems, Cal, Neil, look, we the same building. Whatever. I'm going to fart right now. Let it go. Yeah, that was a real fart. Try, try to duplicate that, bitches. You can't. But anyway, no, this is, I'm super happy we're back. Like, yeah. literally after three months, I've literally been missing this. So it's awesome that you're back. Um, I love that we're doing our kind of special New Year's Eve episode. Um, we do have episode one coming up uh, oh, yeah. with Paul Grasso. It's going to be amazing, I think. That, no, I, I agree. I think it'll be a great show. And the funny thing about Paul Grasso is like, you know, think about like season one. It was a lot of either family, friends, people you know forever. I literally met Paul Grasso about two and a half months ago. Excuse but me. I've known his brother and his family for, for thirty years. So from soccer, cool. yeah, from soccer. So cool story there. And then we also have locked in for episode two will be our first reoccurring guest, which will be John Shack, which I believe was episode was it. Seven, seven. Doesn't anyway, even matter. He was on a in season one. He will be our first recurring guest, but he also has along, I think, uh, his son Nathan Shack. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is, remember Shack Attack. Shack Attack. But we talked about Shack going to incarceration that festival oh, yeah. in Ohio. Remember with uh, ever the, hear of it? The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. The the prison from it. Um, but we're going to have them on. They went to that, so we'll see how that went, plus other things we got coming up with those guys. And just a lot of other really cool guests coming up for season yep. two. I'm, I couldn't be more excited about it. 
check us out on the socials, um, YouTube channel if you want to watch us. Um, obviously, you know, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, I think and a bunch that... of others on, oh, shit. on, you know, if you want to catch the podcast for the audio, but also check us out, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, threads, blah, blah, blah. I also want to say to the audience, hold up. Hey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. What? Wait a minute. What up, bro? All right, yeah. All right. So check us out. We're coming up. Season two is going to drop January 2nd at midnight with Paul Grasso. Check that shit out. Peace.